All right, you guys, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, yet again brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning, in case you don't know, is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, power washing, or any other needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189, or it's shinethroughwindowcleaning.com, their new website, that's shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning, shine through. Shine through. Window cleaning, folks. What is up, everybody? How we doing? How y'all feeling out there? How y'all feeling? What's up? It's your boy, Mike. From America's Hometown Horror, and we are back for another episode, episode number 31, if you don't count the mini-episode that I released last week. Yeah, it doesn't matter. About the tragedy that was the cancellation of Halloween Horror Nights in uh, Orlando and Hollywood, but I am joined yet again by my co-host tonight, one Catherine. How we doing, my friend? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Cat and I are flying solo tonight. Yes, Andrew's feeling a little under the weather. Andrew's feeling a little bit under the weather. We'll uh, rejoin him next week. We don't want his germs, yep, so we that's said right. just We're being stay safe. home. <laughs> and if all you would do the same, maybe we'd have a baseball season or a football season. So, uh, you know, if you're feeling sick, stay home, for Christ's sake. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we miss you, Andrew. See you next week, pal. But, uh, yeah, Kat and I are flying solo tonight. Pretty excited about it. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Just me berating you and, yep. you know, making fun I know. of you. I don't have an intermediary. It's going to be great. I don't have an intermediary to, uh, to be able to break us up here. So hopefully we can get through this hour-long podcast or right. less. Without killing each other, but I think we'll do just fine. Ah, uh, me too. So what's new in your world? You watch anything spooky lately? Anything uh, of note for any of our listeners? Spooky. Um, I don't think so. Did I watch anything spooky? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you. Um, n- I don't think so. I can tell you a couple things. Well, so that we, I watched. No, so we've been watching that. Uh, I just finished Outer Banks. Kind of really scary. I think you, you would say this is spooky because it's real life horror, and we all know how afraid you are of real life things. Yes. But uh, the HBO documentary series called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark." Which, we didn't finish that though. We haven't finished yet. We're an episode or two behind at this That's point, like but we've true been crime. watching it. That's not horror though, uh, is it, it? It's very scary. What happened to all of these? Well, I women did. I did men. have a nightmare, so I guess maybe it's a little scary. I, I think it would qualify is, is uh, you know, something that our listeners might enjoy. I'll Be Gone in the Dark, the HBO documentary series, which is about the uh, the Golden State Killer. Uh, and it's actually pretty interesting. Very disturbing. This guy essentially just raped and killed in, in California for 30-plus years, maybe even more than that, 40 years. so scary to and think And didn't that. get caught until a few years ago, and it's about basically... Uh, if you know Patton Oswalt, the stand-up comedian, he was in King of Queens and a bunch of other stuff. He was the rat in Ratatouille... Been in a bunch of stuff. His wife wrote a book about the uh, Golden State Killer, and that's what this documentary series is, is based on. But it's so funny because, like, not people don't have the same conversation that they do about this guy versus, like, the Zodiac and Charles Manson and stuff. Right. Like, I, I know about them as, like, a general, you know, serial killer knowledge, but I didn't necessarily know about the Golden State Killer. Yeah, exactly. This but, is... Once you find out, you're like, whoa. This case is not as widely known as any of the ones that you just mentioned, which is kind of a shame because... Because it's just as bad. Um, he, he killed... If not more. You could say with the Manson family, Charlie Manson didn't even really kill anybody. His followers did. 
and he's more famous than this guy. And this guy's killed and raped <laughs> dozens of people. Way too many people. Yeah, way yeah. too many people. And uh, thankfully, he did finally get caught. But uh, I would recommend checking out I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO. If you have HBO, uh, also watched Beetlejuice, or at least the first three quarters of it uh, last night before we decided to switch to something else. Yeah. So Beetlejuice is a great movie if you haven't seen Beetlejuice. I feel Beetlejuice, like we watched something else, but I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe we'll remember it later. Yeah. All right. But anywho, so as we mentioned, it's me and Cat flying solo tonight. We are here to talk to you guys about all of the news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con at home 2020, uh, which, you know, I know in years past, at this point in the summer, you look forward to San Diego Comic-Con because that's where a lot of good movie trailers and TV trailers come out of. It's not strictly just about comics or wait. So what are they doing? Like are they having a virtual? Comic-Con? It was all virtual, so it was all last. Oh, so week. it already happened. It all happened. So this all all this already happened. Oh well, this, this is. Do they have a recap? We just watched a, a recap <laughs> of all of the newsworthy items. No, I know that, but I mean, like, do they have a recap of like Everything? what happened? No, no, no. So basically, so there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of content, oh. all available on their YouTube channel. So if you subscribe to the San Diego Comic-Con YouTube channel... they didn't have, like, a virtual event? They did have a virtual event. That's what I'm saying. Every panel was an individual, like, Zoom call. And, you know, as I'm sure everybody knows, there's nothing more exciting than watching, you know, people talk on a video Zoom call and being totally sarcastic. Well, it'd be kind of cool if it was, like, people that you liked. Well, there's some some cool ones that were out there, but what we're going to talk about tonight is a lot of the trailers... That dropped for new stuff, and then a lot of the news that came out about some stuff that we've talked about in the past. So obviously, you know that's that's what we're going to cover here. Anything horror related that came out of uh, Comic Con last week? Oh, so it's right? not just well, no, it's not just horror movies, right? No, no. So they do like you know comics, uh, TV, superhero stuff, movies, yeah. and they do some horror stuff too. Like they've kind of branched out, which is what I was. Doesn't saying. Boston have a Comic Con? They do, but San Diego Comic-Con is the huge one that's hosted every summer, in obviously, in San Diego. Ah, okay. And that's where you always get your Walking Dead trailer every summer. It's where you get, like, trailers for Marvel movies and DC movies. and Boston in, like, the spring? Didn't that get canceled? Might have been. I yeah, it but it's, it's on a much smaller scale in right. Boston. Okay. Like, there's not as much of a turnout in the, at the Boston one as there is in the San Diego gotcha. one. Yeah. So, yeah, if, I mean, if you're a fan of comics, movies, or pop culture in general... You've at least heard of the Comic-Con Festival, right? Or at least many of the trailers or whatever else you've seen come out of that every summer, right? Right. Uh, and due to COVID-19, San Diego Comic-Con was held virtually this year. So as I mentioned already, uh, if you go on their YouTube channel, every single panel they did was essentially a Zoom call or a video conferencing call. And you can watch all of them, which, my God, there's so many specific, like, there's hundreds of hours. And so some of them are so specific, it's crazy. But... You can watch them all, which is pretty cool. That's the first time I can think of every panel being available on there or on the YouTube channel. Obviously, twenty twenty is a is a different different kettle of fish, as they say, Catherine. Kettle of fish. Kettle of fish. What the hell does that mean? It's an expression. Kettle of fish. It's an expression. Like a deal with it. Like a fish bowl. Like a fish. No, like at, a goldfish. I, I don't know. It's an expression. It's a an expression. A, a different kettle of fish. A horse of a different color. Well, if you that will. makes more sense. They're I both mean, the same a thing. They're the same fish? expression. They mean the same thing. I don't think so. If you... Uh, okay, whatever. That's too That's but too weird. Agree to disagree. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, so as we mentioned, we're going to talk about everything horror-related. You knew uh, that I was going to say something to that. I, I, I'm sure I... Because it makes no sense. Okay. Kettle well, of fish? Like, that is. does that mean, like, a herd of fish? If, like you're, li- if you're listening to this and you've heard of a whole 
different kettle or, whole, or a whole nother kettle <laughs> You're going to say it again. <laughs> Tweet at us. Let us know. Or if I'm just a psychotic asshole, let me know. I think you well. made that up. Mm, I didn't make it up. Yeah, I think you mm, might have. No, I didn't make it up. All right. Didn't whatever. make it up. Okay. So yeah, um, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about anything horror related of importance that came out of Comic-Con last week. Cat uh, has been briefed on all of these and just watched all of these trailers that we're about to talk about. Which so trailers? when she says that she doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> she knows. And I told her to pay attention, so we'll see if she actually did. That sounds good even, to you, co-host? I even put my phone down when I watched them. <laughs> um, did you really? Yeah, I, I, I picked it up like once. It's hard for me to focus. Well... It's tough. When you're playing Pokemon Go the whole time, I mean, it's kind of tough to watch whatever you're watching if you're throwing balls. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was talking to Jen. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Jen. All right. So with that being said, first item that was uh, of importance that we uh, that we wrote about here, and this is one that, oh my God, it's just such a shame. Are we going in the order that I watched the trailers in? No. Because that's going to really mess me up. <laughs> Really? It's, is it going to mess you up if we talk about The Walking Dead first? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, no. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about okay. The Walking Dead first, okay? <laughs> so this is a show that you and I both used to be obsessed with. And Correct. we watched it live every Sunday. We kind of planned our Sunday nights around this show being on. And Walking Dead meat dinners. Walking Dead meat dinners. Maybe you could explain to the listeners what an, a Walking Dead meat dinner was for us. Just so, to let you know how much of sickos we are. Like a Sunday supper, but it would be revolved around meat. And the certain type of meat on Sunday we would eat would be something that was on a bone. So like it would a be... A rack of lamb. A rack of lamb or like a we'd T-bone cook a whole steak. Chicken. Or we'd cook a whole chicken or something, you know, with a bone in it. So... We'd have to, like, gnaw on the bone, and, like, as we watch zombies, like, eating people, we'd be, like, eating our Sunday Walking mm. Dead meat dinner. It we wouldn't kinda... actually make, like, the zombie noises or anything. We'd no, just no, no. Watching. We'd just yeah. eat. It'd be a nice Sunday dinner that we'd watch while we watch zombies eating people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so, the point there being that we used to be really big fans of The Walking Dead, and it's just been on for so long, and it's so drawn out, and there's so much of it now that I honestly, I'm so desensitized to it, I really couldn't give a shit less. But they dropped a uh, three-minute preview, maybe five minutes, that we watched uh, of the season 10 finale. Because, obviously because of COVID-19, Walking Dead was still filming the finale of their season that was on earlier this year. And the season 10 finale was supposed to be several months ago. But they couldn't finish filming it. They finally have now. And the season 10 finale of The Walking Dead is going to debut in October. So you get a preview of that finale. And, I mean, we're not even... We, we're not even caught up on the most recent season. I think we watched the first few episodes. Uh, so we're yeah, on, I know. What season are we on? We're on? So it's season 10 now. We were on... We finished season 9, and I think we watched the first few episodes of season 10. Oh, so we're not that far behind. Yeah, we're not that far behind. Uh, I mean, season 9 last year was actually pretty good with the whole Whisperer thing. That was cool. I yeah. liked it. And I don't know. It's just one of those shows, like, I've just seen so much of it. The seasons are way too long. It's so drawn out. Well, you just wait until the season's over, and then you just binge it in a couple of days. True, true. But... I mean, and then in addition to that, you know, the news you got about the season 10 finale of The Walking Dead, you also got the trailer for season 6 of Fear the Walking Dead, which we abandoned uh, after season 1. And then in addition to that, you get a trailer for a new Walking Dead show that's coming out, the third one called The Walking Dead The World Beyond, which is uh, set 10 years after the apocalypse take place, so it's in the future. 
And it's still going on. It's still going on. Spoiler alert. And so their angle on this is that it's supposed to tie into the Rick Grimes movies that are being released. So you get these three shows and movies based on Rick Grimes. It's so ridiculous. It's honestly, it's just like, it's too much, Jerry. It's too much. It's too much. I can't handle it. But there's some hardcore Walking Dead fans out there that I think will just watch everything. I, I mean, it's just... I, Maybe I, people I can't get, get enough. I get that because I was that person for a while. But I mean, how can you still be this into it? Well, this I feel far? like everyone was really involved and loved the characters of The Walking Dead. And slowly, as they started killing everybody off, then you're like, okay, well, I hate half these people. They're still alive. Yeah. Like, how the hell is Gabriel still alive? He sucks. He's he is terrible. And terrible he's character. and Eugene is still alive. And terrible. you're like. How is he still alive and all these other people are dead? Like, Well, what, hap- what happened is that the actors that were on the show started to become too famous and then they leave the show. Like right. Michonne, like Maggie, like, you know, those types of characters and they just leave. Like Rick. I mean, Rick's not really doing anything else right now, but I'm sure he just got sick of filming 10 seasons of The Walking Dead because wouldn't you? Yeah. Even though they pay him more money than fucking God, but... Right? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about The Walking Dead here. So that's what you got for Walking Dead content. All three of those things, again, available on YouTube. So if you're into The Walking Dead still, check those out. I would uh, I would suggest that you do. All right, next topic. Great. Whole this... news episode. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, hey, you're the perfect, the perfect person to have in this episode. Yeah. All right, so the next item, and, and one of the ones that I think I'm most excited for Andrew, that, that came you. out of this. <laughs> well, he won't hear this till tomorrow. When, he won't listen to it drop either, the episode. No, he might. He might. He might. He might hear it. He might no, listen. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. I wouldn't listen to it anyway. Yeah, I know. You don't listen to anything. So. No. You don't read anything, listen to anything, watch anything. No. Yep, nope. <laughs> and if I do, I don't remember. All right, so there's a new series uh, for, on Amazon Prime that's coming soon. We don't have a release state yet and it's called truth seekers and this is a show that is produced by and starring simon Pegg and nick frost who are two huge names that uh were famously in Shaun of the dead hot fuzz the world's end a bunch of those other movies they're hilarious uh i love that type of comedy and simon Pegg has always been a huge horror fan as you can tell from some of the movies that he made like Shaun of the dead which is an awesome awesome fucking movie uh, and Truth Seekers is described as a quote-unquote supernatural comedy about a team of paranormal investigators that film ghost sightings across the UK. This has, like I said, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, looks pretty cool. Okay. What did you think of this trailer? I was going to say, are you going to ask me what I think? Oh, wait, I was no one else to ask. Unless describing you ask what it was, <laughs> and I was going to ask you your opinion. So why don't you tell me your opinion? Um, so when I was I'm watching... I'm so excited to hear what it is. What? My opinion? Yes. Why? Go ahead. <laughs> so, when I was watching this, um, there are these, I guess you're calling them supernatural ghost things that show up as, like, holograms, right? They well, kind of look like holograms this, okay. in the trailer. Sure. So, it reminded me of that, I forget what it was called, but it was that thing where... It was that that it was either a series or a movie. I forget what it was, but the guy that goes into the video game and the video game, and they plug the little chip in his head, and he's all of a sudden in that like haunted house where like there's a hologram, like everything is not real, but like Ready Player One. Um, I don't think so. You're talking about Black Mirror, the episode. Oh, of Black was Mirror. it Black Mirror? Yes. Okay. Yes, and he goes into the video game. Okay. And there's like holograms that pop up. Like the first couple of things that pop up are like a hologram of this and a hologram of that. So I guess I was thinking that that's kind of what it made me connect with. That it was kind of in that same okay 
idea because it didn't really look like ghosts in the trailer it looked like these weird holograms are put together so i don't know if they're using like some sort of machine to like show what the ghosts look like or something i think that was supposed to be what the ghosts actually look like right but they showed up as like holograms they didn't really show up they were all like pixelated they didn't like maybe that's just the style of ghosts they wanted to do for the show that's kind of weird okay like, didn't pixelate a ghost. They don't just, like, pop up and, like... I mean, I would have to rewatch it again. It's interesting that you would go there for that Black Mirror episode, because that's not what I thought of at all. I almost thought of, like, a like a horror comedy version of, like, The X-Files with paranormal and guest I investigators. I have seen The X-Files. I know. Of course you haven't. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything well, else on Truth Seekers? No, I think it looks kind of cool, though. Yeah. Well, I thought it, it was funny when the guy's like, oh, what do you do for... It's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything, but he's like... So how do you, like, you know, leave it to the professionals so I can find a ghost? And he's like, hey, ghosts. Yeah, that's Hi. Nick Frost. Yeah, he's <laughs> hilarious. And I think the show's going to be pretty funny. I mean, there's kind of been a, a resurgence in horror comedy TV shows lately. I mean, I th- think of what we do in the shadows. Yeah. This almost seems a show. Oh, is that, is in, that horror? Can we talk about that on a podcast? I would love to talk what we Ooh, do we in the shadows. Oh, we should totally do that. So uh, that they actually they announced the Emmy nominations today, and what we do in the shadows got nominated <gasps> for Best Comedy Series Oh, and at the so Emmys. did one of our other favorite shows. What's that? Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek did, too. Yeah, so, yes. I mean... I, honestly, I don't think what we do in the shadows is going to win. And no, Shit's Creek it is won't. awesome, but yeah. uh, it'll be something else. I bet Shit's Creek sweeps yeah. everything. And Stranger Things got nominated for Best Drama. So, a good, good horror representation at the Emmys uh, in the announcements today. Yeah. So, yeah. Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. Check out the trailer, and I think that show is going to be pretty good. So, when's it out? They didn't say. Oh. Well, I would that's say in the next couple lame. of months. Next couple of months. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Next item. Great. Lovecraft Country, which is an HBO show that we've talked about a couple of different times, uh, debuts on August 16th. So basically, Lovecraft Country, it's a new show. It's uh, debuting on HBO on August 16th, and it follows Atticus Black as he joins up with his friend Letitia Dandridge and his Uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. Uh, This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrors of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from an H.P. Lovecraft paperback. Wow, what a concept. Go ahead. I know you have thoughts on this. So, I feel like it's kind of like a mix of a lot of movies together. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a um, Jordan Peele slash... It's produced by Jordan Peele. Oh, well then that would make a lot of sense! Mm -hmm. And um, kind of like a quiet place with the weird monsters. But I didn't really understand when we watched the trailer, like, what it gets into. Because it kind of gets to be a little bit wacky when it gets towards the end. Because then it's like, okay, so we're in this world and we're going to be in this other world. And there's monsters. And Mm -hmm. that's like, well, how did you get from A to B? Like, I don't really... It just, it seems very confusing like you don't understand the storyline by the trailer so basically what it is if i could describe it to you you haven't obviously read anything by hp lovecraft correct pass so he's an author (laughs) he's a he's a classic horror author that is from rhode island that's cool and he invented pretty much what they call cosmic horror he wrote these stories about these otherworldly beings that kind of live in our world like, there's a thin veil between our world and their world. There's a thin veil so, over there between us and the stairs. That's correct. That's <laughs> correct. So, basically, there's all sorts of monsters and, and weird, you know, creatures and stuff. And this story takes place in an alternate version of America where all of his stories are true. And they are throughout the New England area. 
And this guy goes to claim a birthright to some sort of artifact in Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. So he's going there basically to try and find essentially what belongs to him uh, with his family. And he encounters, you know, because uh, all the characters, the main characters in the story are black, they they encounter you know, racist things from Jim Crow America in addition to actual physical monsters. So okay. it's an interesting dichotomy between the two. Dichotomy? Yes. Between what does that mean? Balance. Balance. Between real-life horrors and crazy monsters, like Cthulhu, which you actually see in this trailer. Oh, that's that guy, huh? Yeah, the monster you see at the end is Cthulhu, which oh. is the same monster that we saw at the end of um, Underwater. Underwater, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh. So Underwater was a Lovecraft movie so based does, on his stories. So does he just pop him in there every now and then? He's just like, hey, pretty let much. me just uh, pop this Cthulhu in yeah, over here. Yeah, and pretty over much. There. Yeah. You're like, surprise, yeah. Cthulhu! <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's a gigantic, <laughs> huge being with, like, tentacles on his face, and he has wings and stuff, and he's yeah. crazy. He's been in South Park a How few times, he... too. Have wings and he's underwater? Uh, yeah, it's just a, I don't know, it's H.P. Lovecraft's creation. You'd have to ask him. All right, he yeah. just morphs it based on what environment he chooses for mm-hmm. the Cthulhu to be in. Yes, exactly. Okay, all yes, right. So he's yes. pretty much just this crazy-ass monster that can be whatever it wants it, it, to be. Exactly. It's up to H.P. Lovecraft right. to pretty much for the monster to be whatever he is. So, and obviously... So, so the scariest thing imaginable. One thing I left out, too. So the reason that it's kind of a balance between the monsters from H.P. Lovecraft's stories and racist elements, too, is that H.P. Lovecraft, in his writings and in real life, was a known horrible racist. Hated, hated black people, hated Jews, and it was all in his stories. So but he's working with Jordan Peele? No, no, no. He's dead. He's been dead since the 1800s. Oh. But his stories are so influential in the horror genre Sometimes a lot of people have overlooked that aspect of it, but huh. this story is kind of telling both aspects of the say, author like, and like, his stories. I don't feel like him and Jordan Peele would get along very well. They probably would not get along at all. No, but that, uh, you know, the the book is kind of a take on both, which is why this is the type of thing that Jordan Peele is adapting. So I think this is going to be pretty interesting. And this new trailer, if you watch it, really embraces the Lovecraft. There's been a few trailers before, like teaser trailers. You don't really get a, a glimpse at any of the monsters or anything like that. But this one you actually do. So, so check this out. And it's out know. on uh, August 16th on HBO. Lovecraft Country. All right, next item. And this is probably my favorite thing to talk about on here. Because, honestly, this is one of my favorite parts of the Halloween season every year. And that is recording and watching. And also watching all the reruns of... The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Oh, it's great. We watch the same suit, same shit every single year. It's a tradition. We yeah. have to. Yeah, I know. I know. You've never complained about it before. No, I don't. <laughs> I just let you do it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean... Tree- it's funny. It's fine. I get it. They're, I, I they're a tradition of Halloween. But, yeah. uh, all right, anyway. Okay, so, right. Uh, coming in October is the Treehouse of Horror 31. That's how long The Simpsons has been on. That's like this episode, 31. 31, wow, how about that? So obviously, uh, you know, Simpsons had a panel at Comic-Con last week, and we got a preview of Treehouse of Horror 31 uh, and the names of two of the segments. So the segments uh, were called Into the Homerverse, which is a parody of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which came out either last year or the year before, I forget. Didn't end up seeing it. And also, uh, What Happens to the ca- to the Halloween Candy, excuse me, and... Uh, not sure what this is based on, but it's the a very is funny. yeah, very short clip. Uh, basically, it's about it's about a minute long, and you get very short previews of these two clips. 
Um, you know, they don't really adhere too closely to uh, horror movies, but they kind of riff on them a little bit. So into the Homerverse, you see basically Homer at work alongside a uh, Yogi Bear version of himself and a Disney princess version of himself. Uh, and then in What Happens to the Halloween Candy, you see Homer uh, just eating a bunch of Halloween candy at work. So, uh, you know, tough to say what that one's going to be about. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for it every year. Do you think this trailer was at all cool? Or this clip, I should say, not even a trailer. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I liked the Homer idea. I didn't really... So the Homer idea is from Spider-Man? What a movie. It's a, it's a Spider-Man animated movie called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Where there's multiple versions of Spider-Man... Uh, in one universe. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. Yeah, I thought I thought the which Homer is why thing there were multiple funny. versions of Homer in yeah. that universe. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was pretty funny. I uh, it. Do you have a favorite uh, Treehouse of Horror segment that uh, that you like? Treehouse of Horror segment, like overall. Yes. I don't really. I don't know. I just watch them. I mean, I don't. I don't know. They're all kind of like the same to me. It's all Halloweeny stuff. There's like graveyard stuff and monsters, and I don't. Yeah, that's I don't why it's so good. One or the other, like they kind of are all the same. Well, I'll answer. I like the one that's uh, ripped off The Shining, called The Shining, where they uh, they go to the obviously the Overlook Hotel. So you remember them much yeah. more de- and then vividly uh, than I do. Uh, no TV and no beer makes Homer go crazy. Instead of all work and no play makes gotcha. Jack uh, a dull boy. Yeah, yeah it's so. funny. It's cute. Yep, cute. So that's what I got on Treehouse of Horror 31. Next topic. Uh, if you are an HBO subscriber, you automatically have access to HBO Max, and I would suggest you download the app. I didn't know this until about a week or two ago. And one of the highlights of HBO Max is that, you know, obviously Warner Brothers owns HBO, and they've done new episodes of the Looney Tunes. Woohoo! Updated in 2020. I love Looney Tunes. Uh, so they had an entire Looney Tunes panel. It's about 45 minutes, but five minutes of that is a new Looney Tunes cartoon starring uh, Daffy Duck and Porky Pig, and it's called Postalgeist. Shout out to Poltergeist, which we did a few weeks back, uh, where basically, this is one of the coolest parts I thought that I saw. It's just funny. I mean, uh, it's real short. And basically, Porky uh, and Daffy are delivery drivers for, like, an Amazon-type service, and they deliver a package to a haunted hotel where uh, a bunch of ghosts haunt them. I mean, if you're a fan of horror, this is probably the type of thing that you grew up on. I mean... Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. The friendly ghosts, and then the laughs, and the... Exactly. Porky Pig, and Daffy Duck, and... You know what it reminded me of? Remember the uh, the old Disney cartoon where uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are the uh, the ghost hunters? Yeah, and they yeah, go yeah. in the haunted house, yep. and yeah, that one. Like, it reminded me a lot of that. And that's obviously one of my favorite, another one of my favorite things to watch around Halloween time. So, Disney's Halloween, Halloween treats, treats. <laughs> one of the all-time great Halloween specials. Disney's Halloween treats, or whatever it's called, Disney's Halloween. But I always called it Disney's Halloween treats. To <laughs> my mom actually, requ- my mom, God bless her, videotaped it. Uh, my mom had a VHS tape of Halloween specials that I watched every year, and I, I probably like burned I a too. hole in it. Yeah, and it had like the Eureka's Castle Halloween special, Disney's Halloween treats, all kinds of fucking crazy shit on there. Are oh, you afraid of the dark? So, shout out to uh, to Mary for for setting that up for me. Yes. one of the many reasons I'm obsessed with horror to this day. Yes, um, but you know it's great to see cartoons kind of embracing horror because. I feel like a lot of cartoons don't really do that nowadays. They're a little bit... They're a little bit... <laughs> they don't pull as much from horror as they used to, is what I'm trying to say. Well, they got to be more PC. Yeah, exactly. You know? And uh, I think for me as a You're kid... You're nervous about scaring kids, Like, you know? shows like 
Everyone's uh, very delicate. Delicate tales flowers. From the, the tales from the Crypt Keeper cartoon, Mighty Max, the real Ghostbusters, the Beetlejuice cartoon. Dude, if you showed cri- kids today all... the Crypt Keeper, they wouldn't sleep for like yeah, a month. Exactly. So uh, that's why I'm saying like it, it's good to see a cartoon kind of lean into some horror, inf- horror influence and have a lot of horror references in there as well. Obviously, there's a Poltergeist reference. And when uh, Donald and uh, Porky finally get to the room they're delivering the package to, it's, it's not Donald. Room 237. Daffy, excuse me, Daffy Duck. Not Donald Duck. I'm getting my Wrong uh, duck. My my major cartoon companies mixed Can up. Can you do an impression? <laughs> That's that my good. Donald good. Duck impression. <laughs> Daffy, uh, Thuffer, uh, it's, uh, wait, no, that's Sylvester. Sylvester. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not as up on my Looney Tunes impressions as I used to be. <laughs> that's all, folks. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, what's up, Doc? I take a sip of my beer. <laughs> I just remember Robin Williams doing that and Mrs. Doubtfire, the porky pig. Yeah. That's Piss off, folks. Lou. Piss off, Lou. Piss off, Lou. <laughs> know the line that you're trying to quote. I know. All right, next topic, and it's one that Kat loves to talk about, one of her favorites. Okay, so let's back up, because Mike told me, he said, you know, you have to prep for this episode, I'm going to sit you down, you got to watch all these things, or whatever, and Antlers comes on, and I'm like, we're still talking about Antlers? We've talked about Antlers for like two months. I'm all set. You can thank COVID-19 for that. When is it going to air? When is it? I want to watch this movie and be done with it and never talk about it again. I'm all set. It's going to be good, so you're going to want to talk about it. And we're going to do an episode It better be like the best movie ever. I mean, it's Del Toro and Nick Antosca. How could it not be good? It's insane. Yes, I know. I know you are. I know. But Antlers. Antlers. Let's talk about Antlers. So Antlers was was supposed to be out in either February or March, I believe. Jesus. It's a movie directed by Scott Cooper, produced by Guillermo del Toro, and it's based on a short story written by Nick Antosca, who was the showrunner and writer of all four seasons of Channel Zero on Sci-Fi. That is worth watching. Which is the most underrated horror show of the last decade. If Andrew's sick again, we'll talk about Channel Zero. We should. That would actually be a great episode. We to should do. do that. So my point being, these are some awesome horror minds combining for this for this movie. And it looks awesome. There's been trailers out for a while. It's been delayed multiple times. But they did debut a new featurette that kind of leans into what the story is based on, which is the Wendigo. The Vendigo, as the Native Americans would say, which is a uh, a monster from Native American folklore. And you get a, a, a decent look at this creature. Although not too much, which is good. I like to have everything spoiled for me in a featurette or a trailer. I want to see it, but I don't really want to see it. Yeah, I exactly. want to see it. I want to, be, I want to have my uh, appetite teased a little bit and then Jesus. see the full thing in the movie. Yeah. So Antlers is going to come out in 2021 now. If you... It better be yeah. the friggin' movie of the century. Yeah, That's well, all I gotta say. It very well may be. I, it looks creepy as fuck. There's creepy kids in it. It looks dark. The monster looks scary. And I wish they would have just released it on video on demand like they did How with you Invisible know the Man. Looks scary. It just looks like a person, a they creepy showed us. person in they the They showed attic it for a second. They showed it for a, a quick second. And I also read the story, so I know what it is. So it's gonna be good. Great. And uh, Antlers. Okay, cat. We'll move Antlers. On. Yay. So, All right. Come on. Next going. topic and uh, final topic. I will let you start out with this one. And we watched a trailer for another movie that's been delayed several, several times. That's called The New Mutants. See, I don't think we ever talked about this, though. We didn't. We didn't. This is the but first why, time why we've we actually talk talked about it. We Antlers so much, we don't talk about like different movies like this well, one. Well, because this movie was actually filmed back in 2017, the beginning of 2017. Wow. It's been delayed several times. This was filmed when Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark, like was like four years younger. 
Yeah, I was going to say, she doesn't look like she grew up at all from Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah, it also has uh, the older brother from Stranger Things, uh, Jonathan Byers, the, the oh. dud character that nobody likes. Yeah. Um, he's in it. But it's been, it, was, it was filmed a long, long time ago, and basically it got lost in the shuffle when Disney bought Fox. Oh. So the reason all the Fox movies are on Disney Plus now, or are coming to Disney Plus, is because Disney acquired Fox. So in that Disney's merger, going to acquire everything. They are. They honestly, they're going to they're going to own everything in the next. Uh, they already do, but as, as we get into the future, they're going to own more and more shit. Yeah. It's just crazy. But um, they're just going to be like, oh, we don't have it yet. Um, how much? So basically, this movie was supposed <laughs> to come out. Disney bought Fox, and it got put on the back burner because apparently it wasn't Disney Disney friendly enough for them. Because this is a uh, isn't it a Marvel movie? So it's a Marvel movie that takes place in the Fox X Men universe. This is the same universe as like Deadpool. Wait, Logan. Wait. So Marvel is owned by Disney. Correct. So Fox owned a subsidiary of Marvel? So basically, back around the year 2000, Marvel was nowhere near as popular as it is now. They weren't doing as many movies, and basically they were about to go bankrupt. So they sold the film rights to their characters to different companies. Oh. They sold the film rights to Spider-Man to Sony. They sold the film rights for the X-Men and the Fantastic Four to Fox. And they sold uh, basically like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and everybody else. Well, there was no interest in those movies at the time, so I don't know who they sold them to. But So like the X-Men movies that have come out in the past with Hugh Jackman and I don't know if you've ever seen any of them. Huge Ass Man. Huge Ass Man, yes, Huge Ass Man. Good call. Um, <laughs> so those were made by Fox. Okay. And they all took place in a shared universe. This is... This is too complicated well, like, to get about, into. What about the Hulk? Because that's like in Universal. So the Hulk. So actually, so Universal bought bought the rights to the Hulk. Yeah. To so just that's to have the one. ride. Yeah. So basically, Marvel sold the rights to a lot of their characters to many different movie studios. Huh. Okay. Interesting. And Fox had the rights to the X Men, so they were making X Men movies that took place outside of the other Marvel movies that were being made. And this was the last movie that hadn't been released before. Disney bought Fox. Oh, so okay. it got delayed a number of times, supposedly because this is kind of, it's a superhero horror movie with a lot of psychological thriller and psychological horror elements, which yeah, I mean, you cool. saw the trailer. Yeah. It looks pretty creepy. What it did you cool. think? Um, I would watch it. It looked pretty cool. I'm not really into Marvel movies, but I I'm not this either. Looked, it's just, it, it looks good. It though. looked interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like I watched the trailer and I was like, hmm. Well, there's also a rumor, because this has been delayed for so long, and with theaters not really being close to being open, is that they might might actually... delay it longer? No, they might surprise drop this on Disney+. Plus. Ooh. Which, if that's the case... We still need to watch The Mandalorian. We do need to watch The Mandalorian. I can't believe we haven't yet. That actually got nominated for Best Drama at the Emmys today, too. Yeah, which I was surprised by. I mean, I know it's supposed to be good, but I know it's supposed to be that good. So, yeah, we're we're missing out on The Mandalorian. We need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, so The New Mutants, you've probably heard of it. Uh, new trailer, new scene out. Watch it. Looks pretty cool, I will say. I, I was not hot on this, and this kind of turned me around a little bit. He's hot for mutants. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's all we're going to really go in depth on, but a couple of other panels that I wanted to point out to people in case you want to go back and watch them. When I was kind of scrolling through what Comic-Con released last week, these these ones caught my eye. Uh, they're all about an hour long. I didn't have a chance to watch all of them, so I can't really comment on them yet. But they, Not the trailers. They, no, no, no. Not, not the trailers. Different other panels uh, okay. that I'll get to right. that looked pretty interesting. So the first one that I checked out was uh, put on by Shudder, which is the streaming horror service. 
Uh, it's called Scary Good TV, which is a uh, it's a panel dis- with a discussion of horror on TV in present day with Nick Antosca from Channel Zero, uh, Don Mancini, who uh, created the Chucky franchise, and there's also apparently a Chucky TV series that's coming out that he's uh, running. Cool. Had Greg Nicotero, who's done The Walking Dead and yeah. the Creepshow show, uh, Jamie O'Brien, who ran Nosferatu, or is running Nosferatu, and uh, Meredith Averill, who uh, was the showrunner for Lock and Key, which is a show that we also watched. Yeah. What yeah. is there? I wonder if there's going to be there another is a season, season two of coming. Lock and Key. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Lock and Key was all right. I liked it. Yeah. It was. It was decent. It was yeah, decent. I was looking I'd watch for a new show when I came across Outer Banks and decided that was going to be my new binge. Yeah. And now it's over, so I need to find another binge. But I, I scrolled past. Well, you got past... Umbre- you got Umbrella Academy coming out. I know it's soon. coming back. Yeah. yeah. So. But um. No, I came across Lock and Key, and I was like, oh, right, we watched that a while ago. It was really good, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to have another season, because I really liked it. Yeah. So I don't know about really good. It was good. It was good. It was interesting. Yeah, it was it interesting. It held my attention, which is tough. Yeah. And Lock and Key, obviously, uh, written by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say that's a horror thing. It's, it's horror-ish. Joe Hill doesn't really delve into as much straight horror as Stephen King does. Because he also also writes Nosferatu. So there's two Uh, shows based on his shit on TV right now. Nosferatu and Lock and Key. So he's a little bit more fantasy, horror-ish type thing. Okay. Um, Fair. But yeah, so it's called Scary Good TV. It's a panel that was put on by Shudder featuring all those people, if you want to check it out. Uh, looked like it's pretty cool. I'm probably going to watch it at some point. Yeah. Uh, There was also a What We Do in the Shadows panel that had uh, Guillermo, Nandor, Nadja... Laszlo. Oh. Uh, is that still available? Calling in Robinson. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, Haley Joel Osment was the uh, moderator oh, for the right panel. Yeah, because he was in the him. show for an episode or two. <laughs> and I mean, that show is just so fucking great. I really can't say enough good things about it. I would watch all of them do anything. We should do a podcast on it. But we honestly, I watched it the first five minutes. And it's just, it sucks because it's all not in person, obviously, given the circumstances. But... I feel like the first five minutes was all of them being so awkward on camera at the computers trying to figure out how to fucking do everything. Yeah. Which is just how everything is nowadays, which I'm like, oh my God. Just... Well, and we just like love the show so much that we just started rewatching everything too. So oh yeah. I, like, I, I, honestly, I would I rewatch that show again. Yeah. We, sh- we should do an episode on it. It's hilarious. I mean, I, it would be a comedy episode of the show, but we could do that. That's a horror comedy. Kind of. Yeah. It, didn't you say it's a horror comedy? It is a horror comedy because it has horror elements. Yeah, they exactly. But it's not scary. Right? Yeah. So? So. It's a horror comedy. Uh, it's a horror comedy. Yes, I agree. We okay. do lighthearted episodes every now and then. Well, don't so, kill us. little preview for next week, folks. We're doing uh, An American Werewolf in London, which is one of the first and one oh, of the best horror comedies. Oh, that's what we watched. I forgot. Yeah. Which we're not going like, to spoil we here because we're going to have an no, episode worth of thoughts it. for that. But uh, yeah, so the What We Do in the Shadows panel is also out there. Uh, Kat, did you did you ever see the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves? Came out fifteen years ago. I don't think so. I figured you probably hadn't. So basically, I remember the name of it, but I don't this is another it. movie that was based on a DC Comics character. Uh, one of the coolest DC Comics characters, in my opinion, John Constantine, who's this English, uh, basically like demon fighter, like parapsychologist. So like any time that there's some sort of weird villain in the DC universe like he consults with Batman and Superman Constantine's like a John con- Constantine a hero so, consultant yes exactly so he's he's a British paranormal investigator that like chain smokes and he works with Batman and Superman and you know all those characters but uh, Keanu Reeves played this character 15 years ago 
movie was underrated at the time, and they had a 15th anniversary panel about the movie, so if you're a fan of that, I would recommend checking it out. There also have been rumors that in future DC movies, because DC is kind of going everywhere with their movies right now, there's talks of bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman, doing all kinds of crazy shit. They might actually bring Keanu Reeves back to play John Constantine in a new movie, which I would be on board for because I fucking love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So, that could be cool. Final thing I saw that uh, might catch some people's attention, it's a, uh, a panel about George Romero. Uh, George A. Romero, who passed away a few years ago, obviously did uh, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, dead Land dead. of the Dead, all those zombie mm-hmm. movies that The Walking Dead wouldn't have... Uh, anything to do with anything if it weren't for George Romero. It's called The Living Dead, Celebrating the Legacy of George A. Romero. Cool. Uh, so if you're a horror fan, that's probably something you want to check out, which I probably will as well. And again, all of these things that we talked about tonight are available on YouTube to watch. The trailers, the panels, all the discussion, everything. Sweet. So, Kat, with this being your favorite type of episode, a big news dump yeah. right in your face, right in the table. Yeah. Any final thoughts on anything we talked about? What are you most excited about to watch out of all the things that we talked about? Anything um, in particular? I think the mutant one. New mutants. Wow. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Either yeah, either that or... Well, I, I think I want to keep going on The Walking Dead. Definitely not Antlers. Antlers sucks. Before I even saw it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would... The mutant one's cool. I guess the Lovecraft one I would check out because it just—I don't understand what's going on. So I'd like to a little clarity in that. Yeah, it's kind of a, a like a horror fantasy type show that you would probably be into. I would think. Yeah. So I think yeah, we're gonna watch that. So yeah. you'll have a chance to check it out. Yeah, I'd like to keep going on the Walking Dead though. Cool. I, I mean, I, I get that it's annoying because they're killing everyone off. But we'll, I mean, we'll get back into the Walking Dead just like we always do. But it just—it just sucks because it feels like more of a chore now than it ever has been. I mean, what about I, you, Mike? What are you excited about? I'm really excited for uh, Lovecraft Country and Truth Seekers, the Amazon Prime show. Yeah, it looks funny. It Wait, looks so awesome. it's a show? It's not a movie? It's a show. Oh, that's gonna be really fun then. Yeah. I like shows. Like I always say, we, we talk about movies a lot, but I was like, I wish we talked about more shows. Like mm. I wish we talked about like even like um what's Scare Tactics. Can we do like a show on scare tactics? Oh, I would love to do a scare tactics. Because that's technically episode. that's horror. Oh, yeah, I, honestly, people? that is one of my favorite stupid shows to watch. And I remember like when it came on Netflix, I had it on. And you were like, "What are you watching?" And you were like, "Ugh." And finally, you were like, "All right, all right, all right put on the next one. Put on the next yeah. one." Yeah, yeah, It's great. I you love get scare into tactics. It. But yeah, like stuff like anything with Tracy Morgan's hilarious. So I'll watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, Tracy Morgan is awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and obviously I know you don't give a shit about antlers, but that looks great. And yeah, I, can't wait I mean, to see Jesus, it, so. I just want to watch it and get over with and just move on from fucking antlers. I can understand. I get it. Believe me, I wasn't, uh, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. That's uh, yeah. All right, so I think that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. Uh, we are on vacation this coming weekend, so we're going to have our next episode out to you a little bit later next week while we are basking in the sun. But uh, thanks again for listening to episode 31 of America's Hometown Horror. You can find us on the following social media platforms, including Facebook. You can just search for America's Hometown Horror. You'll find us. Uh, you can also search for us on Twitter, and we're Ameri- uh, excuse me, at Hometown Horror. On Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find this podcast and subscribe, like, rate, review, whatever you want to do, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. My name is Mike. 
I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kat. Thank Thanks. you for all your assistance tonight, my friend. You're welcome. Say goodbye to your listeners. Adios, muchachos. Muchachos. Bye. Ta-ta. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus, we have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and of course Inebriart. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners, and thanks for listening.